listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Raising Saints, an AM820 production designed for parents who desire to raise the saints in their life. And now, Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt. Hello and welcome to Raising Saints, the show for Catholic parents. I'm your host, Katie Wyatt, and you're listening to AM820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. Here on Raising Saints, we talk to teenagers about the topics that matter most, and we invite you, parents, to listen in on our conversations. We hope and pray that in joining us, you'll gain insight, wisdom, and courage to have these conversations with your own kids. On today's episode, we're talking about how we as Christians can set the tone for the cultural conversations and interactions that we have, the conversations and interactions that take place in our lives. Because very often this tone is dictated by the loudest or the bossiest or the most intimidating element. Um, And we can get overwhelmed even to the point of submission sometimes. So uh, I want to introduce our guests for today. Tell us your name and where you go to school. Uh, I'm Austin and I go to New Albany. I'm Joey and I also go to New Albany. I'm Jenna. I go to Columbus Academy. Well, thank you for being here, Austin and Joey and Jenna. Um, so do you do you ever feel as young Catholic Christians like the secular world is setting the tone for the rest of the world? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Does that make sense? Do you know what I'm talking about when I say that? Are you like, oh, my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? Um. <laughs> I kind of know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know. I think if you just look at like the TV shows, the movies, the books, like the general like popular opinion, it's it's basically all secular and there's not really like Christian values all in those things. And that's what I'm talking about right there, Jenna. Okay, so Joey, does that make it clearer? Yeah. Right? So when you watch TV, you're like why is this okay with everybody, right? Or when you listen to music, Joey, we were just talking on the way over about Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how you used to listen all the time in middle school and you've learned that... Yeah, it's, it's not the best. Not <laughs> something not you want to listen to all the time, right? But um, I don't know. So what are there any other examples of this that come to mind when you talk about how... I guess what I'm talking about is when you feel like, despite the fact that you know your values and your beliefs are good, you feel like you're the only one who has those values or beliefs. That's kind of in general what I'm talking about. And you're made to feel ignorant or bigoted or, you know, fill in the blank for believing what you believe. Okay, so let's let's go from there. From that point of discussion, um, have you ever been made to feel inferior or inadequate or less than because of what you believe, because of the values you hold? Oh, absolutely not. No, I mean, you haven't. No, I just do me. I, I <laughs> you gotta. I, I mean, when when I moved to New Orleans, I moved to New Albany three years ago, and I thought it was going to be some like treacherous like. <laughs> Horror thing! I wouldn't make any friends. No, I I was myself. I did me, and here I am now. I have a bunch of friends, kind of popular, I'd say. Not gonna be. I'll be humble about it, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so so let me ask you this: 
have people tried to make you feel badly about what you believe, but you just don't let them? Is that kind of where you come from? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I came from hillbilly hell, literally. <laughs> Chai Valley. <laughs> no no offense. I, I I love it. That's my home. But And I came to White Picket Fence, New Albany. And people people said, "Oh, you lived in you lived there." I'm like, "Yeah, I lived there. It's pretty cool back there. I actually like it more than here." And just gave him gave him a look. Nice to meet you. I'm Austin. Austin, you cracked me up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's actually kind of what we're talking about: setting the tone. So Austin's just <laughs> he sets his own tone. <laughs> he, sets, he does set his own tone. I'm the kid that wears high white socks with black shoes. I'm that kid. <laughs> So you're like I'm a 70-year-old man. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, then. Okay. Well, let's try to get back on track. Jenna, Joey, work with me on this. I've okay. definitely had people try. Um, generally, my experience has been that they are not the most self-confident people. They kind of pretend to be, but really aren't. And so it's the kind of thing where, like, to feel better about what they think, they have to make fun of what I think. And I, if you keep that in mind, then they just seem kind of sad and desperate, and it's pretty easy to like end that and move on, at least in my experience. So I just don't let it get to me, really. But it does happen. Um, I think I haven't had t- too many experiences where somebody or a group of people actually just try to make me feel inferior based on my beliefs. But it's something that at times I just feel um, like from vibes from people like um, friends that I've had since I like I've been at the same school for my whole life. Friends that I've grown up with are starting to do some things that I don't uh, want to do, and you just like you feel them like moving dis- like more distant away from you. Like people are trying to have fun, and they think that you don't want to have any fun, or just small examples that you can have like in a in a high school environment for teenagers. If, if we're talking about that, that you feel like. I like like I said I haven't had anybody like say to me like get out of here because you believe this it's just like you kind of feel at times like you are a really big mi- minority in society and it feels like um you're alone at times but staying confident in yourself like that's the challenge that you have to Okay and yeah. that is exactly what I'm talking about right so maybe not blatant you know your views are wrong I hate you yeah. But more subtle mm-hmm. um, conservative values aren't generally upheld by the rest of our culture. Definitely not upheld by our media. You know, definitely not upheld by the biggest um, personalities, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be sports personalities or movie personalities or p- political personalities, you know. So that's what I'm talking about. This general tone that is shifting from uh, a more traditional tone to a more um, permissive tone. Does that make sense? Yeah. All right. So what I was thinking, I had this idea, we should set the tone. Who's in? I think Austin is. I'm in. Austin is so in. Joey and Jenna, are you in? Yeah. Sure. We are going to take over the world and set a new tone. Oh, absolutely. Let's okay. do it. Right now. So we need to talk about how we're going to do that. Okay. All right. But here's here's the thing. Um, because we're called, you know, we're called bigoted or uninformed or ignorant 
or prudish, like when we stand for decency. Um, but I don't think that we have to feel that way because I don't think we're as isolated as we sometimes feel like we are. I think there's, I think there are more people who share our values than we know there are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you want to add to I that? I mean, I just think it's important to find those people. Like, I know I have a big group of friends that are like my church friends and we're all Catholic. We're all like cool with talking about that stuff and we're all on the same page as far as behaving in a certain way and upholding certain standards. And I do have like other friends who aren't Catholic, but even just like knowing that I have that group to go to, like when I get uncomfortable with something that's going on with my other friends just makes it easier because if I stand up for what I believe in and these people don't accept me for it, it's not like I'm not going to have any friends like so even though I am going to have those friends, like it's all just easier when you know there's like other people and you've like found those other people who feel the same way you do. Right. It's like no effort. It's just yeah. be yourself. And are you ever, you know, do you ever find yourself on social media, like t- Twitter, especially scrolling through being like, what is wrong with people? <laughs> Why would you post that? Why would you say that? Why- or is that just me? Cause I'm like older than you guys. No, yeah. Do you I've do that actually often? refused to get a Twitter because it just gets so catty. Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> that is a very smart. Decision. I like. I, I, I'm a bit nosy. I like to see what people are up to. <laughs> um, I, I find it funny how people tweet this this stuff. It's kind of weird but funny, right? I mean, you, how could you like? You're, I'm scrolling through and like like you and like. Oh yeah, that yeah. I, just saw that. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. <laughs> you cool. really did just post that. Sweet. <laughs> but so that doesn't, like, when I see stuff like that, it hurts my heart. But for you, you're just like, it's kind of awkward. It's awkward. Okay. Because it's our generation. Yes. Like, really? You're going to do that? that? So that's why everyone's talking about our generation? About, like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I do know what you mean. I mean, yes. I follow only teenagers on Twitter, which I know sounds really creepy, but because I'm a youth minister, like (laughs) the only reason I have a Twitter account is to see what my teenagers are up to, right? Like, I don't care what the adults in my life are tweeting. Like, (laughs) she likes to remind us that she has a Twitter so we don't post anything that we're not okay with her seeing. Hey, let me say (laughs) this. I have seen people's Twitter posts turn around when I call them out on, like, I know, I'm totally like... (laughs) ruining the whole point of social media (laughs) but i mean like especially if you're on my peer leadership team you better not post anything inappropriate on social media because i will call you out on it you know like you can't call yourself a christian and say some of the things you say on twitter you know i don't even say or on facebook because you guys don't use facebook anymore except i just want you to know you do use facebook you just don't post on facebook and i know this to be true am i right no when my mom got a facebook i deleted mine (laughs) (laughs) it's the truth okay i feel like we got off topic oh yeah so joey i wanted to ask you do you have do you ever scroll through your twitter feed and be like what's wrong with people um go yeah you're right sorry um (laughs) uh i'm kind of on austin's side i actually don't get on twitter ever anymore not just because i don't that's like why it. you guys don't ever don't, know about any like programs it. or anything. Yeah, and I never check my email either, so. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's things where, like Austin said, 
like I'll see some things and, it, and there's just like a humor factor to it, but it's just because it's so ridiculous. Like it's funny how ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. And I there's there's times where like you said it like hurts your heart, like it makes you like sad and like disgusted to see. And there's other times where I actually do just laugh at it and keep scrolling. But um, there um, that yeah, I see it. Let me ask you this, backing up a little bit. Uh, why don't you go on Twitter very often? I don't know. It's not, I mean, probably the right thing for me to say right now on Catholic Radio because I'm sick of saying all that stuff. But it's actually, <laughs> No, no, I just want to know. It's actually, it's actually just, I, I just don't like Twitter. You just, like, it's you're just, not interested no, in that. Yeah, okay. it's not interesting. No, that, <laughs> there wasn't a right answer. I really okay. just want to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guys are, like, so on edge about what you should or shouldn't say, but we're just having a conversation. Well, not Austin. So. Not Austin. Austin's not. I'll still say whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so if we're going to change the tone of the conversation, which right. I think we are, right. Joey, you have to get back on Twitter and post a positive tweet every day, okay. a scripture quote or something. Right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I think there's a way that we can do it. Like we can redirect the conversation in a way that's respectful and loving. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever found yourself in that situation when you're in a conversation that is not respectful and loving and you sort of have to redirect it? Yeah, I'm sure I have. Nothing specifically pops into your mind. I can't think of a specific example right now. But, yeah. Jenna, what about you? Um... I don't know. I think really just being self-confident is a big thing. And all three of us are. So we have kind of a hard time talking about it from like right. a less self-confident perspective. Because for me, if I'm going in confident about my faith, confident in what I believe in and like I'm fine, then I can kind of like get above some of the influences, like not all of them, but some of them. Do you do you? So I had some points, like be positive, have integrity, be joyful, be generous, value people, stuff like that. We can talk about those specifically. But do you feel like, Jenna, when you go into those conversations, you are positive? Like, are you... I try to be. Do you feel like you have to be defensive about your faith or are you just joyful and positive about your faith? I mean, it depends on the conversation Mm -hmm. and the person. But generally, I just try and be like, here's this great thing in my life. I really like it. Deal with it rather than like... <laughs> you sound like Austin. <laughs> I, I don't know. My friends have all just gotten used to like that's... That's Jenna. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, and they, but they love you anyway. They accept yeah. you anyway. So that's kind of my point. Like there's a way to kind of take control of the conversation and represent yourself honestly just with joy yeah. and with, you know, by being positive and just by being who you are and embracing it. Well, and then going back to like what we were talking about a little bit ago... If you look at modesty, which for the two boys here is probably not a big issue, but like speaking as a teenage girl, you go into any store and at least half of the clothes are like, you can't wear them. No, like can't do that. And I don't know, like for me, that's really hard because I love cute clothes but I also don't want to be showing everything to the world and I do want to like respect myself and things. So I don't know. Like that's, I feel like that's really where self-confidence comes in that it's like I can be beautiful without you having to see everything. And that's that goes along with being but it's, positive. it's hard to like mm-hmm. get there. I don't um, know. That's a tough one. <laughs> do you uh, go... 
keeping sort of on track with being positive, do you guys think there's a lot of negativity in the world? Do you think negativity is a big component in just yeah. the general attitude of people or the general... Like, do people complain a lot? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, first world problems, that's a big, you know... <laughs> yes. Right. Okay. Um, do you get sucked into that? Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Maybe. Actually, no, it's not kind of. I do. Yeah, do. I'll be honest. <laughs> oh, I, I, I get caught up in that stuff. What about you, Joey? Maybe sometimes I I think I like to try not to, but I might at times. How do you fight against it? Like when you say you, you try not to, how do you fight that urge to get sucked into that negativity? Um, we talked about, I mean, <laughs> golf. Golf? I use golf. You just go hide behind golf? No, I just I go golfing. I when I when I'm on a course, I just leave out all the nonsense, all the all everything. I just leave it all out there and I just play golf. Okay. So you so you just find positive things to do that you love to do. Oh, like absolutely. if you're feeling yeah. like you're surrounded by negativity. Okay. Yeah. Um by the way, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Racing Saints on AM eight twenty, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. We're here with Austin and Joey. And Jenna, and we're talking about setting a new tone in our culture, uh, a culture that's often infused with negativity and infused with immorality. We're talking about things that we can do to sort of shift the tone of that conversation or shift the the feel of our culture. Um, One of the things we just talked about is being positive. I also want to talk about having integrity. So when I say having integrity, does, does someone pop, you don't have to name names, but is there somebody who pops in your head who has integrity like who does the right thing even when it's the unpopular thing someone who just holds true to who he or she is matt kuchar you you are going to name a name matt kuchar <laughs> okay. he's the greatest i don't know matt is he, he a famous he, person or he's he... a professional golfer he's just he's awesome he's oh, just okay so he's he, awesome is he like awesome at golf you or know, is he's awesome he's, that he has he's integrity? a cla- he's a class act he's he smiles when he bogeys he's not gonna throw his club he these are like but the, so that's good for you that's a great model for you because you're a golfer i mean he's awesome he's a yeah. family man okay um he 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 doesn't whine he doesn't complain he's he's cool he's okay he's that is exactly guy. what i'm talking about and so you think this guy is awesome oh yeah and yeah, he so. has so much integrity. i mean you cannot take a man's integrity i mean he's awesome i mean there's not much to say love i you, love your enthusiasm He's probably not listening. Uh, he uh, might be. I don't know. He might be. I'll tweet at you him. could shout out to him. You should tweet. I'll tweet at him. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, so, okay, Joey, Jenna, is there anybody like that in your life that you that you think integrity? When you hear the word integrity, you think of this person. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Is is integrity attractive to people? Like is that something that attracts people to you if you are a person of integrity? Clearly it is for us. I mean, it's definitely like attractive to me, I have some friends who have some values that I don't necessarily agree with, but have a lot of integrity with them as like they are going to be consistent in like doing what they say they're going to do. And so like we can be friends anyway, because like I respect that about them, even if it's not necessarily the value that I would be agreeing with. I'm so glad you said that because that totally illustrates my point sort of from the other perspective, right? My point is if we are people of integrity, that is attractive to people. People are attracted to integrity because there's such a lack of integrity 
in our world, right? So Jenna, you just illustrated how even if these people don't necessarily share your values, you respect them because of their integrity. And this is what this is what we can be, people of integrity, you know, that people will want to be around or people will respect even if they might not respect our beliefs, maybe if they might not agree with, you know, our religious views, that sort of thing. I think especially as Catholics, like we have to be concerned about that because I at least feel like everyone's looking for us to be hypocrites. Like everyone's looking for us to go against what we say we believe so that they can kind of like pounce on it and Mm -hmm. use it as an excuse to like derail the things that we believe in or at least say that we believe in. So I think it's really important that we're aware of that and like don't help the people who are already trying to bring us down. Right. Know what we believe, know why we believe it and be ready to live it. Yeah. Right. Yes. Um, I think another thing we can do to set a new tone in the co- cultural conversation is to value people, value everyone's dignity. Right. Because I think we're a culture that greatly undervalues people. I don't know. Would you guys agree with that? Definitely. What are some ways that you see us culturally not valuing people? (laughs) I could give you a million Um, examples. Like on a bigger scale? Uh, On a smaller scale or on a bigger scale? On a bigger scale, what our culture's done with sex and made it such a thing for personal pleasure and all of the things about like women should dress immodestly to try and get guys to like them. Like that isn't respecting anyone or respecting like what we were created for and there are multi-billion dollar industries surrounding that exact devaluation of people right pornography human trafficking prostitution like any anything along those lines completely devalues people um what about in like on a small like on a more personal scale do you see people day to day not valuing people gossiping about people or judging people or I feel like people at least like the people I'm around are just really selfish a lot of the time like and it's not even like the big things it's just like naturally thinking of yourself first like not holding that door open just because wherever you're going is more important than doing that for someone else like just thinking about how it would affect you and then thinking about how it would affect other people like I don't know I've at least noticed that a lot what about you, Joey or Austin? Are there any things you've noticed in day-to-day life where people don't value other people? Money. Oh, money sets money sets people standards. Like they put other people on pedestals, um, and or put money on a pedestal. Or, yeah, or put money on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. People that have money buy their kids all these like cool things, and like I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna oh, you mean to like try to set their kids above other people's other people. kids? Oh, yeah. I see what like, you're saying. Uh-huh. A golf club or yeah, I keep bringing golf in. So <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. But, no, that's OK. Um, Golf's your thing. Like go- a golf club, a, a super expensive golf club. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll buy their kid that. Anything you want to add to? Um, oh. Just with like people are judgmental off of like on pe- other people's social standards, whether that's like how they look, how they dress, how much money they have, like Austin said. And naturally, sometimes we might value someone above another person just because of our own personal perspective on what's um, what we see and um, yeah that's a that's an issue do you think that if we just in general value people more um, that changes the tone yes yeah 
and and maybe with homosexuality too. I mean, bring this, bring it in to here. We if we love them and invite them to church, come to church. You will have you have a blast. Same thing, right? right. Value them as a person, and maybe they could change. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll change. You you never know. Right. I mean, I mean, I found that it's somewhat of a cycle. Like if you value someone more, like they can kind of start to value themselves, and then value like everyone else like mm-hmm. as a part of that because i think a lot of people especially teenagers like don't value themselves as much as they ought to and that causes a whole bunch of other problems but i feel like if you're not value valuing yourself you're probably not valuing anyone else either good point yeah yeah the, the last thing i was going to say we need to do to change the conversation is to be bold and i don't think the three of you have a problem with that we don't. I, don't think, no. <laughs> I think you think guys Austin are set. <laughs> so that's awesome. You just keep doing that. That'll change the world. Truly. Look at the apostles and their boldness, right? The stakes were a little bit higher for them than they are for us. And, and always remember to be still and know that God is God. Oh, man, that's good. That's Austin. a good one, right? That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Quite simply, let us just say, Lord, let us be still and know that you are God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You have been listening to Raising Saints on AM 820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt, and until next time, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Bye now. Raising Saints is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. Archives of Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt are available at stgabrielradio.com. Young Catholic Minute. Hey man, don't impose your beliefs on me. Whoa, hang on a second. If you really believe that people shouldn't impose their beliefs on others, then why are you imposing that belief on me? Like it or not, there are times when the right thing to do is imposing your belief on others. What if policemen didn't like imposing their belief that stealing was wrong on burglars? What if you told your dentist not to impose his belief that you needed a tooth pulled on you? there would be chaos. Sure, nobody likes to be told what to do, but sometimes we have to trust those who know better, like dentists and God. And if we don't understand something that God is trying to tell us, then instead of rejecting it immediately, we should search for the truth. If we do that instead of refusing to listen, we will discover God's plan for us, even if it's hard to understand at first. For more Young Catholic Minutes, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic.